This is Phantom Electric Ghost, and this is our continuing series of song deconstructions or explanations of what our process is. Uh, we create electronic music that we are inspired by multiple genres, uh, including punk music, alternative music, indie music, because I'm a synthesizer player, keyboardist. I am inspired by the late mid, well, mid 60s, early 70s progressive rock from bands like Yes, Emerson, Lake and Palmer, Genesis, that type of thing. Pete Townsend's work on um, Quadrophenia, his work on um, Who's Next or Lifehouse, and a lot of his experimentation. I like new wave bands or. Um, you know, new gothic type bands like Joy Division and um, you know, a lot of a lot of progressive bands today like Radiohead and Wilco. What this uh, episode is about is a song that we have two versions of called Hate Fade Bait, Self-Loathing is Not Okay, and then the original demo, Fake Hate Bait, Dishonesty. The idea of this hate fade bait or fake hate bait hate bait is this concept um that i've come up with i've been playing with since 2017 is that when you're in a relationship somebody with somebody sometimes you don't present your true self in order to impress somebody you kind of create another version of yourself that you think is appealing when you're into like romance or you're into you know dealing with whatever gender you're going to deal with. But when you're in a romantic mode or a mode to find a partner, you don't always show your true self. And Josephine Elect, my alter ego, is addressing this in this song. So in some ways, the hate fade bait is like you kind of don't, well, I keep on saying kind of. The issue is in some cases, I, I tend to use the looking glass concept of you're looking at the looking glass you, you see yourself or you don't see yourself that other person in the mirror is kind of like your your other self and sometimes you don't like that self and so the hate fade bait is like you you're actually dislike yourself you're the self-loathing and when you don't love yourself you can do a lot of dangerous things you can do a lot of things that aren't um fully honest with your partner. And so I feel that I'm, I'm, I'm exploring that concept through a, a, a kind of a sparse funk rock jam. Has a lot to do with like the Minneapolis sound and a Prince type of sparse beat. The original demo, Fake Hate Bait, Dishonesty, is, is, is kind of in, in the mode of like a Dirty Mind kind of unfinished demo. It's just a bass line uh, off of Roland Juno uh, with a drum beat coming from a Moog DFAM, drummer from another mother. And then in the background, I have a make noise sample being triggered by an Arturia, beat, Arturia uh, micro boot, mini boot 2S uh, by driving it through the, um, the, the, the envelope, the ADSR on on the actual uh, arteria 
which has a really cool ability to do a lot of looping and a lot of modulation. Examples that, you know, without even using a sequencer, you can create loops. But in addition, I'm also triggering uh, a pattern from a Moog Mother 32. So I'm doing a lot of things to trigger alter, you know, alternating patterns. And in the background of the, of the original demo, you can hear very clearly some of that. And then I'm doing a little less affected voice on Josephine, not as much reverb, probably hardly any reverb, hardly any digital delay. So she comes out pretty clear and not as, um, as kind of distorted or affected as some of my <coughs> current songs. I'm always experimenting with Josephine's vocal and how much I should add to her in terms of effects. But I think like the pure song, the demo, the fake hate bait dishonesty has a lot of, uh, there's a lot to like about that song. Um, the current new version of it where I added a guitar part, I like a lot. I mean, I extended it, but a lot of times, you know, if you look at the demo, it's three minutes and 29 seconds. Ghost songs tend to be kind of long and, you know, maybe if I made them shorter, it would be more digestible by the general public. But I tend to be in a progressive stand on my music, and I kind of play it out to what I feel it should be. Uh, you know, editing is is, good, is a good idea, but the type of music I do is meant to be played live, and it's not meant just for single consumption. So I'll, I do Facebook live shows. I do shows physically in venues, and I like to make songs that are good for performance, and sometimes for performance sake, I like to have extended jams to come kind of in the mode of a jam band, even though I'm a one-person band. And creating these jams sometimes create multiple songs. And the hate fade bait, self-loathing is not okay. I extended it from 3 minutes and 29 seconds to 5 minutes and 46 seconds. Uh, and I played with a lot of the um, capabilities of, of my, um, my DFAM. Uh, so at the end of the song, there's some really interesting modulation that I use uh, and trigger by, as I said before, you can play the filter on um, on a DFAM while you're recording in real time. Because some people have like, kind of commented, like, why would I spend $600 on a drum machine that only has eight steps? <clears throat> on its face, if you look at that, I mean, you could buy the Roland, um, their, their new uh, drum machine with basically has like everything that you would ever want and you're not limited in your, your number of steps but sometimes limitations in equipment can cause you to do different things because the dfam is a full analog synth it is very um mo it can be modified through controlled voltage and you can link it to any euro rack module or anything that has cv control and you can do a lot of really interesting um, patterns, even though it's limited to eight steps, you have to understand that you can m change those eight steps. And if you record into a digital audio recorder, as you're recording, you can adjust the patterns by playing with the pitch and the, and the, and the speed and all the filters and envelopes. And because you can do that, because you can switch from like using one VCO to two VCOs, to syncing the VCOs, to changing the filter, to changing 
the, the, the different control schemas on the machine that you can get a lot of interesting patterns out of an eight-step machine. And, 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 and that way I find it, it's very useful for, 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 you know, the type of music I do. And sometimes I use it in combination with the BeatStep Pro and the BeatStep Pro does more uh, longer patterns because I can do chain mode on the BeatStep Pro. I tend to link my BeatStep Pro up to a JDXI and then use like the 808 and the 727s and the 909s <clears throat> coming off of the JDXI. And because you can do the chain patterns, you can extend from the, the native four-part structure of the JDXI to a, a, a far longer chain pattern. So when I need to do longer sets of drums, I do that. If I want to play live drums, I just use my, my Juno and turn it into a drum set. There's multiple drum sets on board. But going back to the bass line, um, the bass lines in both songs are the same because I used the demo version to create both songs. It's just that the longer version, the self-loathing is not okay. Um, that one, you know, continues the pattern on the on the beat on the on the DFAM past the three twenty nine point on the first song, and I just basically turned the machine back on and recorded it into um, the 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 actual tracks to extend it. And so that's that's a cool technique. A lot of times when I play live, I, I, I can actually play with a track coming off the Zoom and open up a channel and then just play with an existing track. I find it's more stable than a sequencer because it's the actual real song. So you, you can actually you know ma maintain everything you did on that song. Um, I know modern sequencers are good at doing that, but sometimes they're kind of tone agnostic. You can change the tone. You can, and that's good. And I use sequencers to that effect. In some cases, I have sequencers running, and it, you know the the tone that you use for the sequence can't change. But when you use um, a digital audio recorder, it's similar to using like FL Studio or or using any of the uh, DAWs that you could use in a production situation, uh, a performance situation um, that you can you can use that way. And you just open up a channel and you can play live on top of it. I played Davis Square that way. I played uh, multiple shows that I've done using that technique. Because as a, as a one-person band, it's like, well, how do you build the rest of the band? It's a combination of using the digital um, recorder with sequencers. And I have multiple sequencers. I mean, I've got the BeatStep Pro. I got the sequencer inside the um, Mother 32, which is the 32-step. I've got the ability to sequence on um, my Arturia mini, um, mini micro boot, no, mini boot 2S. So, and then I also have the ability to do patterns on my make noise morphogen. And so I've got multiple ways to do polyrhythmic, polyphonic, and monophonic um, sequences. And because that, I can use that to actually trigger a lot of cool stuff um, that I can kick off from from my synth and and then basically be a one-person band. It's a long time ago, you know, I've had collaborations where I've had a guitar player I've played with before. I've, I've played with, you know, done collaborations with All Control K, with DJ Squash Kid, um, uh, Metaflow that we did on Wounded Room, uh, Wounded Home. 
so I am always interested in working with people, but the pure fan electric ghost concept is the idea that we can be a one person band and I can play characters with my vocoder like Josephine and Stephanie and the ghost and present a holistic artistic concept that, you know, as a kind of a control freak, because I play it as a single person, I can kind of keep that concept very pure the way I want it to be. And it's, you know, it's kind of just my vehicle for expressing my musical ideas is Family Like a Ghost. Just going into um, some of the other things that are going on, we are now fan supported. If you want to, you can subscribe to Fam Electric Ghost. That will help us continue to interview bands from around the world and do less Ubering and Lyft riding, driving. It would also help us uh, toward our physical release of our Dark Ghost album, which is our new project for 2018, 2019. A lot of songs that we have are out as singles on all the streaming services. And um, it would just help us, uh, you know, be able to get the physical copies when we go and do shows and also help our touring funds so we can go to New York and do some shows. This year has been kind of hard. We haven't been able to tour. We've been focusing on recording. We are looking for a co-host, as we've indicated. Anybody that's interested can listen to the fact that we interview NDRs from around the world. And Anchor allows us to have multiple co-hosts. We are currently looking for a female electronic musician or indie musician that's interested in talking to other indie musicians about their process, about how they do things. And in that way, you can promote yourself and promote other bands and talk about all things music, which if you listen to the catalog of interviews I have out here, and in addition to the song discussions we have, we get deep into all types of music from jazz to rock to DJs to punk, you know, anything that's out there that we, we find interesting, we, 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 we deal with. So this is it for today. This album, this, these songs are right now on SoundCloud. They're going to soon be out on all the streaming services. As always, if you want to drop us a line through Anchor, you can send us a voice memo. Anybody that wants to entertain being a, being a co-host, you can send us a voice memo through Anchor. Favorite Phantom Electric Ghost to make the communication easier, and we can directly communicate. Thank you for listening, and I'll talk to you later.